You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Greetings, friends and family. Welcome to another edition of Doctrine and Duty, podcast ministry of Brian Ray here at Alexander Baptist Church. Hope you're having a great week, an awesome day. Whichever day that you have chosen to um, stay tuned to this podcast, or to tune in rather, um, we are uh, going through, mm, I am going through uh, just a bit of a shift. I discussed it last time, just doing things a little differently for a little bit of time as we move into the Thanksgiving and Christmas season. But there are a couple things that the Lord laid on my heart, and I thought, well, as far as the avenue, the medium, the area. Where do I want to share this information? And personally, uh, and corporately as a church, we are going through the book of Job in my sermon series. And so I thought, well, the best area to share the information the Lord laid on my heart is through the podcast ministry called Doctrine and Duty. And um, when I think about that, I think about biblical theology. And of course, biblical theology is theology that is driven um, biblically or from the Bible. And so I want us to really heavy on application or duty uh, during these next two episodes. And I uh, have felt the Lord's direction to share with you about men and women. Uh, today, this podcast is going to be about men. And then uh, the, the following week, I'm going to share with you about women. So, um, I think the the thing I'd like to focus on today is uh, Proverbs chapter 15. Now, for the sake of time, I'm not going to read the whole chapter, um, but I'm going to read a few select verses. And, of course, this uh, these traits, for the most part, for the ones that I share about men, will apply to women also. And some of the ones that I uh, state and share about women will apply to men also. You, you get the point. There, there are many character traits that are... <laughs> Not gender specific, shall we say? Um, but we're going to start off with men and then finish up with women. Just be two episodes: one for the men, one for the women. In Proverbs fifteen, it says, "A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger." Now I know men and women both are capable of authoring and spewing out uh, carnage. I know that there's not just one gender, uh, or the other that can be mean-spirited, but both can be. Um, <clears throat> but many times when you think about the, the loud anger, uh, for whatever reason, I, I tend to associate that with men. Uh, and here in the Bible, we have, um, we have the, the opposite, if you would, uh, that's recommended. It says, although a harsh word stirs up anger, a soft answer turns away wrath. So one of the one of the first things I think about uh, about a godly man is that a godly man is is gentle. Now um, the word that I think that we would find from the New Testament uh, describing Christ is that he is meek, um, meekness, meekness. Uh, what I, the definition I learned for meekness years and years ago in seminary is it is strength under control, um, strength with Holy Spirit-led self-control. So gentleness, meekness, 
is a very admirable quality and characteristic for any believer, uh, and specifically here for men. We live in a world to where um, that doesn't probably fit in the thought process of of something that all men want to be. All men want to be gentle. Um, you've heard the phrase, a gentle giant. You know, for me, I, I think about those men in my life who have been godly, strong, rock solid in their faith. But the ones that, that impressed me the most were the men who knew how to conduct themselves in a gentle fashion. Men who could disagree with an agreeable um, spirit or attitude. Men who didn't need to or have to prove a point by yelling or being loud. But men who could go into a situation, even an extreme or difficult or harsh situation, and their gentle, meek, soft answer is able to neutralize tension and turmoil. So for me personally, that is a quality or characteristic that men should pursue is to be gentle, strength under control. I I do not think that men need to be pansies or wimps. Um, I remember it was popular when I was growing up, probably in college, um, for, for the, for the saying, um, you just need to get in touch with your feminine side. And, um, you know, I don't know what that means. God created me to be a man. I'm, I'm really don't have a feminine side that I'm aware of. Um, certainly we can have things about us emotionally that maybe are more gentle or more meek or mild or whatever, but men are men, women are women. And of course I know that's, that's getting into a whole nother can of worms. It didn't used to be so difficult, by the way. Used to, you could talk about a man being a man and it was okay. And it was easy. And everybody knew what those definitions were. But we live in a society that's blurred every line possible and continues to blur them. Uh, but I, w- I would speak biblically about men uh, creating the image of God, male and female. God created them, going back to Genesis 1 and 2. Uh, another characteristic uh, that I would say is one that is needed by men, is to be content. In verse 16 of Proverbs 15, it says, Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. Um, The Apostle Paul in the New Testament uh, would talk about how he knew what it was like to abound and to suffer need. He knew what it was like to, to be blessed and to be cursed. He knew what it was like to have and not have. He knew what it was like to eat. He knew what it was like to go hungry. He knew what it was like to be clothed. He knew what it was like to be naked. I mean, he knew every end of the spectrum. Uh, and yet he said, I have learned to be content with what I have. As a matter of fact, that's in the, the same passage where he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So another doctrine of duty, maybe I'll cover that verse, that verse of Scripture that's been totally taken out of context. Um uh, to prove that people can, you know, jump over a building in a single bound or something strange like that. But it's basically about being content. Christ will give us strength to be content because we live in a world that is not content, not satisfied. The world that goes all the way back to the song of the 70s, I can't get no satisfaction. Maybe it was 80s. Who knows? That was a long time ago in my life, but um, you get the point. Maybe it was the 60s, but, you know, in that generation, that era, if you would. Um, another word that, that I think, another trait that men need to emulate, uh, godly men, is that of accountability. In verse 3 it says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. So, accountability. In verse 10 it says, There is severe discipline for him who forsakes the way. Whoever hates reproof will die. Wow. In verse 12, a scoffer does not like to be reproved. He will not 
go to the wise. Um, godly men see the need for accountability. Uh, a godly man understands that he himself can't be trusted by himself and sees the need for other godly men and godly people with godly wisdom and godly counsel to be in his life. And so he surrounds himself with with accountability. Uh, accountability partners was the old phrase from back in the, the 90s and early 2000s. Maybe it still works. I'm not sure. But basically, there are people to help hold you accountable. Um, your wife, your kids, your parents, uh, and then close friends or church members or church leaders can help with that. But we all need to be accountable to someone else because we are all accountable to God, right? And so we are accountable to God, but sometimes that doesn't matter as much as it should. It really should matter tons. But sometimes since we serve a God that we cannot physically see or audibly hear or physically touch, that we somehow think that we're not as accountable. We are. And so it's helpful, though, to have those people in our lives that we can touch, that we can see, and that we can listen to. Uh, to help keep us accountable. So just a few things uh, there. Um, Gentle or meek, um, content, and accountable. Those are some things that I would would really focus on. Another one that that I really try to promote, that I've been trying to promote my entire ministry, uh, and and that is uh, for uh, Christians to be joyful. So for godly men to be joyful. In verse 13, it says, A glad heart makes a, a cheerful face. But by sorrow of heart, the spirit is crushed. In verse 15, all the days of the afflicted are evil, but the cheerful of heart has a continual feast. So as a good Baptist, obviously we like that last part about the feast. But um, we live in a day where everybody is entitled, it seems, and everybody is angry, and everybody wants more, and more is never enough. And nobody is satisfied beyond the moment, and I want what I want, and I want it when I want it, and I want it how I want it. And it doesn't matter why I want it. I just want it. But to have joy that kind of goes along with contentment, and I do believe those go along together very closely. <clears throat> it's If you're not content, you're not going to be joyful. But if you're joyful, it's very likely that you are either are content or can become content, right? And uh, I shared last time the, the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah says the, str- the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um we can all be mad, right? We can all be angry. We can all be ticked off. We, we can all find something to, to shout about. We can all find something to be against. We can all find some reason to divide. We can always find a reason to gossip or slander or fuss or argue. But it takes a real man to be joyful. I mean, it really does. It takes a godly man to find joy in the midst of all this hurt and heartache that we have in our world, personally, nationally, on a worldwide scale, all the hurt, all the heartache. In the midst of that, joy can be found, but it can be found in Christ alone. So I'm not going to sing in Christ alone. That's a great song. And I would point you to that song, In Christ Alone. Fabulous song, uh, I believe, from the Gettys. And so I would, uh, if you haven't listened to that lately, listen to it. If you've never listened to it, oh, you must listen to it like pronto. As soon as I'm finished with my words of this podcast, look up the song, In Christ Alone by the Gettys. And then, for those of you who are believers who love the song, listen to it again. Listen to it soon. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's it. <clears throat> um, the challenge is to be a godly man, because there there are people who need you. There are people like me who need godly men in our lives. And then seek out godly men, because you need godly men in your life as well. Um, men need men. Uh, Christian men need 
good and godly Christian men to help them walk through life together. So, hey, there you have it. Um, some some duty with a little bit of doctrine, Scripture obviously leading us. And so I hope that'll be a blessing to you uh, men, uh, women as well, but uh, especially for you men and, and ladies, we're going to come back uh, on the next episode and uh, cover Proverbs 31 about uh, being a godly woman. Okay, listen, hey, I don't know if anybody's told you lately, but I'm thankful for you uh, and I love you. And I hope you have uh, an amazing week and weekend. And please find a local church to worship where the Word of God is proclaimed and biblical theology is um, something that is clearly taught from the pulpit and all throughout the church. All right. Love you. And you take care and have a great week. See you next time. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.